Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Law School of America. Intentional infliction of emotional distress, ED, sometimes called the tort of outrage, is a common law tort that allows individuals to recover for severe emotional distress caused by another individual who intentionally or recklessly inflicted emotional distress by behaving in an extreme and outrageous way. Some courts and commentators have substituted mental for emotional, but the tort is the same. Rationale for classification. It was created in tort law to address a problem that would arise when applying the common law form of assault. The common law tort of assault did not allow for liability when a threat of battery was not imminent. A common case would be a future threat of harm that would not constitute common law assault but would nevertheless cause emotional harm to the recipient. It was created to guard against this kind of emotional abuse, thereby allowing a victim of emotional distress to receive compensation in situations where he or she would otherwise be barred from compensation under the common law form. According to the first doctrine articulated by common law courts, a plaintiff could not recover for physical injury from fright alone absent a physical impact from an external source, shock without impact, even if the fright was proven to have resulted from a defendant's negligence, with the case on point referring to the negligent operation of a railroad. Even with intentional conduct, absent material damage, claims for emotional harm were similarly barred. Mental pain or anxiety, the law cannot value and does not pretend to redress, when the unlawful act causes that alone. Though where a material damage occurs, and is connected with it, it is impossible a jury, in estimating it, should altogether overlook the feelings of the party interested. Courts had been reluctant to accept a tort for emotional harm for fear of opening a wide door to frivolous claims. A change first occurred in the Irish courts which repudiated the English Railroad decision and recognized liability for nervous shock in the Burn, 1884, and Bell, 1890, cases in England, the idea that physical-slash-mental shock without impact from an external source should be a bar to recovery was first questioned at the Queen's Bench in Pew v. London etc., Railroad Company in the following year, the Queen's Bench formally recognized the tort, for the first time, in the case of Wilkinson v. Downton although it was referred to as intentional infliction of mental shock. Wilkinson has been subsequently approved by both the Court of Appeal, John Vier v. Sweeney, and House of Lords, Wainwright v. Home Office. Citing Pew and the Irish courts as precedent, the Wilkinson Court noted the willful nature of the act as a direct cause of the harm. Elements. 1. Defendant acted intentionally or recklessly, and 2. Defendant's conduct was extreme and outrageous, and 3. Defendant's act is the cause of the distress, and 4. Plaintiff suffers severe emotional distress as a result of defendant's conduct. Intentional or reckless act. It is not necessary that an act be intentionally offensive. A reckless disregard for the likelihood of causing emotional distress is sufficient. For example, if a defendant refused to inform a plaintiff of the whereabouts of the plaintiff's child for several years, though that defendant knew where the child was the entire time, the defendant could be held liable for it even though the defendant had no intent to cause distress to the plaintiff. Extreme and outrageous conduct. The conduct must be heinous and beyond the standards of civilized decency or utterly intolerable in a civilized society. Whether the conduct is illegal does not determine whether it meets this standard. It is also known as the tort of outrage, due to a classic formulation of the standard, 
the conduct must be such that it would cause a reasonable person to feel extremely offended, shocked, and or outraged. Some general factors that will persuade that the conduct was extreme and outrageous, 1. There was a pattern of conduct, not just an isolated incident. 2. The plaintiff was vulnerable and the defendant knew it. 3. The defendant was in a position of power. 4. Racial epithets were used. And 5. The defendant owed the plaintiff a fiduciary duty. Causation. The actions of the defendant must have actually caused the plaintiff's emotional distress beyond the bounds of decency. It can be done through speech or action, if emotional stress, must manifest physically. Qualification. The emotional distress suffered by the plaintiff must be severe. This standard is quantified by the intensity, duration, and any physical manifestations of the distress. A lack of productivity or a mental disorder, documented by a mental health professional, is typically required here, although acquaintances' testimony about a change in behavior could be persuasive. Extreme sadness, anxiety, or anger in conjunction with a personal injury, though not necessarily, may also qualify for compensation. Pleading Practices In civil procedure systems, such as in the United States, that allow plaintiffs to plead multiple alternative theories that may overlap or even contradict each other. A plaintiff will usually bring an action for both intentional infliction of emotional distress and negligent infliction of emotional distress, NIED. This is just in case the plaintiff later discovers that it is impossible to prove at trial the necessary intent, even then, the jury may still be able to rule for them on the need claim. There are some reported cases in which a plaintiff will bring only a need claim even though a reasonable neutral observer could conclude that the defendant's behavior was probably intentional. This is usually because the defendant may have some kind of insurance coverage, like homeowner's insurance or automobile liability insurance. As a matter of public policy, insurers are barred from covering intentional torts like EAD, but may be liable for need committed by their policyholders, and therefore are targeted indirectly in this fashion as deep pockets. First Amendment Considerations the U.S. Supreme Court case Hustler v. Falwell involved a need claim brought by the evangelist Jerry Falwell against the publisher of Hustler magazine for a parody ad that described Falwell as having lost his virginity to his mother in an outhouse. The court ruled that the First Amendment protected such parodies of public figures from civil liability. The Law School of America The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America